Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, that you will teach us, make disciples in us, Lord. We don't want to be weak believers. We don't want to be babies forever. We want to be strong Christians, strong, faith-filled disciples of Jesus Christ. We want to be soldiers of Christ who know how to fight the warfare and how to win the battle, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Our church here, Lord, that is your body, believe in your command, make disciples of all nations. Therefore, today, help me, Lord, anoint me to teach your word. And you shall move in the heart of your people that they will be strong disciples of Jesus. In the wonderful name of Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. I would like to continue the teaching from last Sunday. Last Sunday, we were talking about joy and faith. When you have faith, you rejoice. And the next outcome is that joy gives you strength and life and peace. In the Christian life, we learn the principle. Actually, we walk by faith. In order to receive faith, we need to hear the word of God. That's why we produce teaching and make a teaching table there that you can get thumb drive to put in and get the teaching back home to teach, to, to listen again and again. Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. And when faith comes into your heart, then you believe and you have joy. When you have joy, you have strength and you can have peace and you can overcome. But faith is not only in the heart. Faith must follow, be followed by what you say. You confess what you believe in your heart. The Bible says, you remember, you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, you shall be saved. Last Sunday, I end the sermon with the word from the book of Job that let the weak say, I am strong. So as we walk by faith, we need to speak what the Bible says. No matter how we feel, we may feel weak, but we say, I am strong. We may feel sick, but you say, I am healed. You may see a lot of bills at the table, and you say, how am I going to pay this? And you say, the bills will be paid. God shall provide all of my need. You need to watch your mouth, watch your word, what you say. If you want God to be on your side, and move in miracle. If you talk opposite to God, God say you are strong and you keep saying, I'm weak, I'm poor, I am sick. Definitely, God will not be able to help you because you come against God in your word and your attitude. So this is why God say, be like little children and simple. Praise God, thank God, be joyful toward the Lord and speak positive about your life all the time. When you have faith and you have joy, 
your joy will open the floodgate of heaven. Will open for God to really pour the strength and divide health into your life. The Bible say the merry heart is like a medicine. When you begin to have faith, you praise God, you sing songs to God, you thank God, you laugh, you smile, you make a decision that you are not going to follow your feeling. You're going to just be joyful before the Lord. You activate the spiritual force. You make the spiritual principle or law into motion, and then the Spirit of God who. Are, who Is on the inside of you. You know that the Spirit of God was the one who raised Jesus from the dead. The same Spirit who raised Jesus from the dead. He is like a dynamo inside you. When you tap into His power, the Holy Spirit on the inside of you will quicken you, will give life to you, will give you strength, will give you power to be able to handle the situation in your life. He will strengthen you. And give you victory. If you feel dragging tomorrow, you feel like, "Oh, I'm so depressed. Oh, I cannot go on." Please don't yield to that. Rejoice, praise God, and you begin to sing a song of victory. You begin to sing, "God is so good." God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. He give me victory. He is inside me. He's greater than the ones. In the world, I believe. Amen. You begin to sing. I don't know how I can sing that. <laughs> When you sing praises to the Lord, you rejoice. The Holy Spirit will quicken you. You walk by faith. You don't walk by sight. You praise Him and rejoice because you walk by faith. You are so connected with God that when you come around a situation that people cry and people are not happy, you want to laugh and you say, "I need to come out of this room right now. I need to leave because they're going to think I'm crazy that I'm laughing. They're all crying right now." And you speak positive. You remember this: faith, call those things that do not exist as though they did. When you face the situation, instead of yielding to the situation and cry and lie on the ground, you just speak what you did not have, and then eventually you will have. I remember this is a funny story. I relate to anesthesiologist. He is a Korean American man in the Evergreen Hospital. This man could not find a girlfriend. His mom was very upset. You already turned thirty-five. You don't have a girlfriend. I'd want to hold a grandbaby. So he told me this story all the time. And until one day I say, "Hey, David, I'm gonna call you new name, Abraham." After that, I see him in the operating room. I say, "Abraham, a father of many nations." Only within a few months, he got a girlfriend, and now he has a son. 
So it's good. You call those things that do not exist as though they were. Amen. The joy of the Lord gives us strength. Mark chapter 5, 35 to 42. While Jesus was still speaking, some men came from the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler. Your daughter is dead. They said, why bother the teacher anymore? Ignoring what they said, Jesus told the synagogue ruler. You see, Jesus did not walk by sight. He walked by faith. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Just believe. Everyone say, just believe. He did not let anyone follow him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came to the home of the synagogue ruler, Jesus saw a commotion with people crying and wailing loudly. He went in and said to them, Why all this commotion and wailing? The child is not dead, but asleep. You see, Jesus called those things that do not exist as though they were. But they laughed at him after he put them all out. You notice that Jesus put all these people who were crying and wailing out of the room. Okay. And then he took the child's father and mother and the disciple who were with him and went in where the child was. He took her by the hand and said to her, Talitha koum, which means little girl, I say to you, get up. Immediately the girl stood up and walked around. She was 12 years old. At this, they were completely astonished. Do you know why Jesus asked all these people to leave? Those who were sad, depressed, and crying. Because he realized that the sorrow of the world produces death. He wanted to have the atmosphere of faith while he was commanding the dead girl to rise up. 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. After I teach this series of lessons, I hope that you will not be a depressed person anymore. You can stop taking antidepressant. You're going to be a joyful people. For godly sorrow produces repentance, leading to salvation. Not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. If you yield to sorrow, if you yield to discouragement and sadness, it will produce death in your life. That's why the Bible says in Psalm 34 verse 1, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. The Bible says, at all times, I will bless the Lord. I will praise the Lord. At all times, I will give thanks to Him always. I will rejoice always. Again, I say rejoice. This is the reality of life. We are living in the body. We are living in the flesh. And the flesh tries to tell us to be sad, upset, angry, worried, and to be depressed, crying, and wailing. You need to push past the veil of the flesh. Don't yield to the flesh. But you yield to the Holy Spirit. Because when you yield to the flesh, what happened to you, you're going to be weaker. You're going to be discouraged. You're going to be sad. And then the outcome is you will be weaker. You will be depleted. You shall be defeated and hopeless all the time. Instead of yielding to the flesh, which is sadness, discouragement, anger, and being upset, you yield to God. You yield to the Holy Spirit. You know why God said that to us? 
because joy gives strength, but sadness drains you. Then you become sad. Then you become upset, angry, and discouraged. It's like you pulling a plug on the top and draining the water out from the top. Strength will give you life, but when you get sad, you pull the plug out, and then the strength would be drained out, and we will end up being defeated. When we get upset and tired and weak, don't blame anybody. Don't blame God. It's our own decision to yield to the feeling. I don't say that life is also smooth. Somebody may offend you. Somebody may say bad things about you. You may face the problem that you don't like. But you need to make a decision. You need to make a choice. When you face a situation that you don't like, you can either choose to be upset, depressed, sad, or you can choose to praise God. So the question is: the title of the sermon today is "Good Time to Rejoice." When is the good time to rejoice? The answer is all the time. Especially when you feel like you want to cry, when you feel like defeated, when you feel like I want to be sad. When you feel that way, stop it right away, and you start to praise the Lord. It's a time to sing. It's a time to praise the Lord. It's a time to draw His love. And his power and his strength into you. The good time to rejoice is all the time. Singing some victory song is better than wasting your Kleenex box. Better than lying in the bed and crying and feeling sad. How many people agree with me? Joy is better than sadness. How many people agree with me that life is better than death? How many people agree with me? Strength is better than weakness. Which one you choose? You're gonna choose joy or sadness. You're gonna choose praising God or complaining. You're gonna choose strength or weakness. I'm gonna show you in this sermon a story of a man named Jacob in Genesis chapter 45 verse 26. Then they and they told him, mean Jacob, Joseph is still alive. And he is governor over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart stood still, because he did not believe them. You understand the story that Jacob has many sons, and his sons sold one of the sons named Joseph into slavery. And when they came home, they lied to the father that Joseph was. Killed by the wild animal, they show evidence he's dead, and Jacob was so grieved because he lost his son Joseph. Jacob was so grieved. He walked by sight. He believed in the report. Let me tell you this: the way we walk a Christian life is this way. Don't believe all the report. People may come to you and tell you something. The only report you can believe, and you can stay on it, is the word of God. Maybe the report is a lie. Maybe the report is real from the doctor. Oh, you have a blah 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 disease. But instead of 
staying on that report, you need to stay on this report. Because the report say here, by his stripes, we are healed. We need to stick with the report of God. What happened to Jacob? Jacob stayed with the lies, the report of the brothers or his sons. And he was so grieved for many years. When he heard the good news, you know your son, Joseph, is still alive. Instead of believing it, the good news, he did not believe. The Bible says because he did not believe them. He did not believe in the good news. In fact, the brother went to Egypt a couple of times. The second time, Joseph revealed himself that he was a governor. He was the prime minister of Egypt, number two man. And he said, is my dad still alive? The brother said, yes. Why don't you take him here? I'm going to take care of you and take care of my parents here in the land of Egypt. And they can count on what he said because he was the governor. He was not just a, a guy in Egypt. He was not a slave in Egypt. And when the father, Jacob, heard that, he did not believe. Joseph did not die. Not only that, Joseph became the prime minister in Egypt. The NIV and New Living Translation used the word. His heart was stunned. His heart stood still, stunned. The question is, why did Jacob have the heart stunned? And very sad and did not believe. I'm going to read Amplify Bible in a minute here. The reason is because he did not believe the good news. Two, he was weak. When we read Amplify Bible later on, you're going to see that more detail. Sometimes you get the unexpected bad news hit you. A bad situation hit you. And it knocks the wind out of you. And you find yourself under the blanket and lie down on the floor, being discouraged and sad and crying. At that time, you have a choice. You either choose to go on in despair, in sadness, and being upset. Or you're going to start praising the Lord. Or you're going to start to say, thank you, Lord. You have done great things for me in the past. You have brought me through so many times. You are such, such a great God. You keep your promise. Oh, Lord, I praise you. I sing song to you. Let's look at another story in the Bible that God gave victory. In 1 Samuel chapter 30, verses 1 to 6. Now it happened when David and his men came to Siklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Siklag, attacking Siklag and burned it with fire, and had taken captive the women and those who were there, from small to great. They did not kill anyone, but carried them away and went their way. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was, burned with fire. And their wife, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices. Wow, they were so sad. They were so discouraged and upset and wept. They faced a very difficult situation until they had no more power to weep. And David, two wives, Ahinoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the widow of Nabal, the Carmelite, had been taken captive. 
Now David was greatly distressed. David was facing a very one of the worst situation in his life. What happened? For the people spoke of stoning him, because of the soul of the people was grief. Every man for his sons and his daughters. This is one of the worst situation. David lost his family. All the things were burned. His men were mad at him. His men threatened him to stone him, killed him. Only person in the world at that time was on his side. That was Jehovah. All the rest of the people were against him. What did David do? Definitely, he was grieved for a moment. He was very discouraged for a moment. This is a normal reaction of man. But the Bible say, "I like this one." But everyone say, "But." David make a choice. David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. David stood up. He stepped up, and he began to sing praises to the Lord. And he began to encourage himself. He stirred up the Holy Spirit on the inside of him. He began to laugh and dance and worship the Lord. He strengthened himself in the Lord. By that time, the strength came back. The wisdom came back. He has strength enough to ask God for direction, and God answered him. And he has strength enough to be able to obey what the Lord told him. And he did exactly what the Lord told him, and he overcame the enemy, and he took all the people back to his group of people. Amen. You remember Paul when he was in jail? Was he crying? No. He sang songs of praises and worship in jail, and God performed miracles to open the jail's door, and he came out supernaturally. You notice one thing about King David when you read the scripture. Our life has three parts: number one, body; number two, soul, or our mind, our decision, our feeling. Three, our spirit. Our real person is the spirit. When you call me Pastor Lau, you did not call my body. You call my spirit. Pastor Lau, you call my spirit. And look at King David. Talk to his spirit. I. In his spirit, talk to his soul or emotion. Psalm 42, verse 11, New King James Version. Why are you cast down? Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? The soul, the spirit, talk to the soul. Hope in God. Have a confident expectation in God. For I shall yet praise Him. No matter what happened, I shall praise Him, the help of my countenance and my God. In NIV, the Bible say, "Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God." Psalm chapter forty-three, verse five: Why are you cast down, O my soul? Why you so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. A negative situation may happen to you. You may get the bad report from the doctor. 
that you have an incurable disease, or you get into trouble, get into addiction, and you feel that you will never come out from this this addiction, or maybe you're losing money for some reason. Bad report came in, and it knocks the wind out of you. You're on the carpet and cry and cry and cry, but you can make a choice that you can begin to sing. The song to the Lord instead of crying, you begin to say, "Nothing is impossible to you, my Lord and King. Nothing is impossible, Creator of all things." You form the world out of nothing. You form it by your hand. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible to you, and you begin to say, "Thank you, Lord. Miracles shall happen. Victory is mine. You pick me up. You help me. You help me to go through before. I'm gonna make through this. I will have victory. You don't feel sorry for yourself. You look up to God." You praise God. You thank God, because if you keep looking at the circumstance and you keep meditating on it, you keep being depressed. Your condition gonna get worse. That's why the Bible say, "Rejoice always. Be thankful in all circumstances." This command is not a nice idea. This command is not a pep talk. This command is a life-giving principle and key. To receive victory, will you are not just surviving, but you shall have victory, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. First Peter chapter one verses six to eight. Are you okay? In this, what is this? In this means your faith in your salvation. This means salvation that come through faith. Salvation is not just about not going to hell and go to heaven. Sins are forgiven. Salvation or so so include healing, deliverance, prosperity, getting out from accident, saving your family from divorce, saving your kids from backsliding. Salvation include everything in your life. I thought about this a few months ago. Please go back and listen to that teaching. Salvation in this salvation through faith, you greatly rejoice. When you have faith, you rejoice. Though now, for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold, that perishes, though it is tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory to the at the revelation of Jesus Christ. One day, Jesus is going to come back. And we're going to celebrate together. Whom having not seen, you love, though now you do not see him. We don't walk by sight; we walk by faith. Yet believing, believing in 
what he did for us at the cross at the whipping post what he promised by his stripe we are healed he took our sickness he took our sin away he took our rejection he took our shame he gave us good things it's an exchange at the cross yet believing what jesus did you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory When you believe what Jesus did for you, when you believe in the promise of God, you rejoice. What if you are not rejoicing? What if you look sad and cry all the time? It means you don't have enough faith. You don't believe in what God say. If you refuse to believe, you will be depressed, depleted, hopeless, and weak. Let's look at Jacob one more time. From King James Version, Genesis 45, verse 26, and told him, saying, "Joseph is yet alive, and he is the governor over all the land of Egypt." And King James Version say, "And Jacob's heart fainted, and he believed them not." Look at Amplified Bible. They said to him, "Joseph is still alive. He is governor over all the land of Egypt." And Jacob's heart began to stop beating. Scary! Wow! Stop beating, and he almost fainted, and he did not believe them. They told Jacob the good news, but Jacob did not believe. The Bible say that his heart almost stopped, and he almost fainted. Why did he almost faint? Because he did not have strength. Why did his body stop working? Because he did not believe. Doubt caused weakness, and sickness and disease. Faith bring joy, and joy bring strength and life and healing. When people hear the word of God, and they still stay depressed and stay sad. It means that they don't believe in what God say. God may say to you this way: "I shall supply all of your needs according to my riches in glory through Christ Jesus." He said that way in the Word, and you say, "No, I don't believe it. I think I'm going to be in financial trouble. I'm so sad right now." You don't believe in what God say. God say in the Book of Psalms, chapter 91, verse 16, "With a long life." I shall satisfy you, and show you my salvation. And you say, "Oh no, I'm g o i n g to die soon. Oh, I shall not live a long life. I don't believe in what God say. I'm so sad. You don't have faith. The word of God is good. You need to make a choice. If you believe in the word of God and you claim it, you speak it from your mouth. I shall not die." But I shall live to declare the works of the Lord. I shall have more than enough to do every good work. The Lord is with me; He is great in my life. I believe, I overcame. I am victorious person. I'm more than a conqueror. If you say like that, God gonna be on your side, and God gonna move and perform miracle for you. When a believer has no faith. They will try to give all the excuses. Oh, the medical report say this way. I think we need to believe in science more than God. Then 
you don't have the miracle. The Bible say all things are possible with God, but as another scripture say all things are possible to everybody. Is that right? No, all things are possible with God, but the Bible say all things are possible to those who believe. How you gonna get the miracle of God performing the things that look impossible in the eyes of man? Only by faith. I remember when I finished my first year of training here, my boss sent me the contract for next year, and in the contract say your next year salary is zero, zero, because you are the foreign doctor. We take only American doctor. I was sad. My face looked sad. How I gonna feed my family? Maybe I should go back to Thailand. I told Pasada, I don't know what to do. Maybe we should. Pack our luggage and go home because I have no salary next year. And Pastor Da spoke the word of faith, "Honey, God has taken care of us all these years. He never let you down. He take care of the birds in the air, and He take care of the sparrow. He will take care of us. Be cheerful." When I heard that, yes, I believe God gonna take care of me financially. A few days later, I was washing my hand at the veteran hospital, getting ready for surgery. My junior resident walked to me and say, "Oh, mom, mom is my nickname. I have the good news for you. Something happened in the department. One resident quarrel with the boss, and he quit. So now he want to appoint you to be chief resident and give you salary. Hallelujah! <laughs> Only a few days after." That we speak the faith, we thank God, Amen. All things are possible. Do you believe that you can pay your bills? Do you believe that God can heal you? Do you believe that God can give you supernatural breakthroughs? Do you believe that God can give you the good break? Do you believe that you have heavy favor on your life? Do you believe that God is gracious and good to you? If you don't believe, you may be like Jacob. Your heart stop beating. And you almost faint. Amen. We need to know that the teaching today is a marvelous way of living your life. Believe, rejoice, always praise the Lord. Sometimes, when I feel very discouraged because I heard some bad news, I need to turn. I'm not a singer by nature. I'm a drummer. I'm not a singer. So I don't sing very well. I don't remember all the words in a lyric, but sometimes I had to turn the song on and sing along the song. And this is a song I like to sing. Just turn it on right now. It's a medley song.
<laughs> so when you are down, turn on this kind of victorious song, amen, and just sing and laugh and dance in your house, and you shall rejoice, and the strength will come back. What happened in Genesis chapter 45, verses 26 to 27, continue to say in Amplified Bible. And they said to him, Joseph is still alive, and he is governor over all the land of Egypt. And Jacob's heart began to stop beating, and he almost fainted, for he did not believe them. When they told him all the words of Joseph, which has, he had said to them, and when he saw the wagons which Joseph had sent to carry him, the spirit, everyone says spirit, of Jacob, their father, revived and warmth and life returned. Why was his spirit revived? Because he had faith. Because now he believed. And verse 28 continued to say, And Israel said, It is enough. Now I believe. Joseph, my son, is still alive. I will go and see him before I die. Please be rejoicing every day. Please stand in faith. Look at the promise of God. Sing songs to the Lord. Be thankful to the Lord. 
You say, I will rejoice in the morning. I will praise him in the noontime. I shall rejoice and be glad in the evening. I shall rejoice at nighttime. I will stay in faith. And God is strong in me. I tap into the power of God, the Holy Spirit, who is in the, on the inside of me. Amen? There are many ways to rejoice. You can laugh. You can smile. You can hum a song sometimes when I perform surgery. Or this anesthesiologist at the nurse knows. Sometimes I hum a song. God is so good. And they all know that I'm singing worship song right now. I am not ashamed of the name of Jesus in front of people. So I sing and the Lord present is there to help me to perform surgery. But to be joyful, to sing song to the Lord is not the way of unbelieving spirit. Actually, when you are sad, you depress and complain, you are a bad witness. Really. You are a bad witness to people. Why? Because the Bible said the goodness of the Lord leads people to repentance. People need to see life, the goodness of God. They need to see victory in your life. So this world is so full of problems, so full of sadness and depression. The world is so full of disappointment. And people in the world need a break. And God wants to send you out into society to be the break for them, to be the good break for them. When you show up, you smile. You laugh, you're happy. You have something good to say. You speak about what God did for you. And when people see that, wow, your God is good. Can I go to church with you? I believe God is real. But if you show up and you look so sad, it will produce death. Like what I read a while ago in 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 10. For godly sorrow produces repentance leading to salvation, not to be regretted, but the sorrow of the world produces death. So we need to stop being sad. Because sadness is crippling and incapacitating. It will drain the energy out of you. Don't misunderstand. When somebody you love dies, you may be grieved for a while. Because you think about that person. But it's a different story if you say, I'm so sad because I don't get the house I want to buy. I'm so sad I don't get the car that I want to buy. I don't get the promotion I expect. I don't get A, I get B. I'm so sad. When you think that way, I want to say is pride. You need to repent right away. So what? You don't get that house? What a big deal. You don't get that car? What a big deal. Don't be sad with this kind of bad news. Amen? Being upset, being angry, being depressed is not going to help anybody. It's not going to help you. It's not going to help your spouse and your children. It's just going to hurt. It's going to drain you. It's going to kill you, make you sick. Be rejoicing. Be happy. So many people in the world are broken. I'm not talking about financial. Broken on the inside. They are broken on the inside of them. The book of Proverbs chapter 15 verse 13 say, A glad heart makes a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of heart the spirit is broken. If you choose to be sad, 
your spirit shall be broken. But if you choose to believe, you shall have life on the inside of you. As a pastor, I learned one lesson of my life. As a pastor, if you notice carefully in this church, I emphasize more on discipleship and making you strong. People can come to me, listen carefully. People can come to me, can you do deliverance for me? Can you pray a prayer that I will get out of depression and I will get out from this problem? I need healing ministry. I need deliverance ministry. But listen carefully. You can get prayer for one hour. You can come to the service like this and very powerful teaching and powerful presence of God. We pray for you. We cast out demon out of you. But you walk out to the car. Somebody call you up and talk something negative, and you start to get mad, and you start to get depressed again. What happened? Demon will come back. What happens? You're gonna get weak again. So you're gonna need deliverance every Sunday. That's why it's so important that you are strong in faith. After we deliver you. Next, you go out, no more. I'm going to sing song to the Lord. I'm going to be rejoicing. I'm going to walk by faith. Amen. Amen. That's why Jesus never said like, go over the world and do a lot of deliverance and do a lot of healing. No, he said, go over the world and make disciples of our nation. You need to be strong on the inside of you to be able to fight the warfare in your own life. My teaching today is to encourage you. Quit yielding to any problem. Quit meditating on it. Talk about it. Focus on God. Sing songs of victory to God. Rejoice and be thankful always. Be quick to smile. Be quick to laugh. Be quick to dance. To have joy in your life. Some folks have been frowning for a long time. To the point that their smiling muscle became atrophic and lost the tone. So smiling and laughing are very unnatural for them because all the days of their life, my life is miserable. God is good. Yeah. God is so good. One time when I moved to America, when I first moved to America, I went to a church and worship. And the worship leader sing the song. I never forgot that day. He sing, the joy of the Lord is my strength. But on the microphone, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I was looking at him. Where is the joy in your face? People say this way. My face looks sad, but I have the joy in my heart. Let's look at the Bible one more time. A joyful heart makes glad the face. Believe me, if you have joy in your heart, it will show out in your personality, your posture, your face, your voice, your eye contacts. It will show. Amen. So, in conclusion, the teaching today. We'll continue the third part next time. This time we learn about Jacob. Next time we're going to learn in the New Testament about joy. About time to rejoice. When is the time to rejoice? 
When is the time to praise? When is the time to thank? Especially when you least feel like you want to thank God, you need to thank God and praise God and ha ha ha, ho 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 ho, amen. I hope that eventually New Hope International Church members, all of you, walk around smiling, happy all the time, easy to laugh. We will not see sadness, amen. The church of God should be full of joy because we are people of faith. Amen. <laughs> thank you, Lord Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us how to walk by faith, how to receive faith. And we believe when we look to you, when we make a decision to praise you, thank you, and also Joy, rejoice always. We tapped into the power of the Holy Spirit on the inside of us. The Spirit of God shall give us life, strength, peace, power, healing, supernatural miracles in our life, in the situation around us, Father. Lord, thank you so much for giving us the key. To victory, Lord, remind us every time we hear the bad news, and it knocks the wind out of us, and we want to lie down and cry and be sad. Help us to be like King David, Lord. We're gonna strengthen ourselves in the Lord. We're gonna turn on the song in the house and sing and praise God. We're gonna pray. We're gonna confess with our mouth that you are the good God. You never leave us. You never forsake us. Victory is ours, Lord. You are inside us, and greater are you than the one who is in the world. You have saved us before. What Jesus did for us on the cross is for us as well, Lord. You make us more than conquerors, Lord, and we know and we know. That you are the God of the impossibility, we thank you, Lord. Help us to be people of faith, Lord. Make disciple in this church, that your people will be strong believers, shall know how to walk by faith and in love, Father. Thank you, Lord, in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. If you don't know Jesus, or you have walked away from the Lord, or you are not sure that you will go to heaven after you pass this world, I would like to encourage you to come back to God and give your life to Jesus Christ. Why don't you pray with me? If you are those people who are not sure you are born again, or you have walked away from the Lord for a few months or a few years, and you say, "I want to come back to God," pray with me. Father in heaven. I come back to you. You are my savior. You sent your son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for me. Lord, I receive your salvation. I receive your forgiveness by faith. 
Because of your grace, I am saved. Lord, I repent of my sin. Ask you for forgiveness. From today on, I shall walk with you by faith. My name is recorded in the book of life of the Lamb. Teach me every day, Lord, how to walk by faith. Show me your way. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Father, you're such a good God. I believe, Lord, that you love your people so much in this house, and those who watch on the live stream as well. We pray, Father, that what Jesus did for us on the cross shall happen to us. Divine healing, divine protection, divine provision, divine guidance, divine help. O oh Lord, forgiveness of sin, super abundant life shall be with us, Lord, all the days of our life. You come to give us life and give it more abundantly. And we will go out to tell people your goodness. We will have testimonies to tell people around the world how good you are. And your goodness will lead people to repentance, Lord. We thank you, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord Jesus. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. Thank you.